Welcome to the Florida College campus for Daily Chapel in Hutchinson Auditorium. Subscribe to this channel to be notified when a podcast is ready for you to enjoy. To direct our singing today, Caleb McCourt, Senior in Liberal Studies, will be our speaker, and Mark Harper, Sophomore in Biblical Studies, will lead us in our prayer. So, Ethan. Something I've been thinking a lot about this semester is about how literally every single moment is full of blessings. And that's really easy to say, but I think whenever hard things are going on and whenever we have these trials of life or sins we're dealing with, it's really easy for those big things that we can't figure out on our own to overshadow all the good things in our life. They get us anxious about the future, thinking about the past, but God fills every single moment with 10,000 blessings that we can focus on. And I'm always kind of uncomfortable when people say, look around at the people around you. But seriously, like, look around. Like, we're at Florida College, and we're surrounded by maybe our best friends in the whole world. And it's truly such a blessing to be here this morning to praise God. And so let's sing about that.
Matthew 18, 21. Then Peter came and said to him, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me, and I forgive him? Up to seven times? Jesus said to him, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to 70 times seven. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have to forgive someone 490 times? What's it like on that 445th time when someone has sinned against you the past 444 days, and you know they'll probably sin against you for the next 45 days? What's it like to forgive someone? How is it even possible to forgive someone in that situation? I think we all know that forgiveness is important, but oftentimes we uh, try to minimize how important forgiveness is. We have sayings like, I'll forgive, but I'll never forget. You know, that's kind of the Christian's get-out-of-jail-free card, right? You know, God has told me to forgive you, so I'll forgive you. But he never said I have to forget what you did. At the end of Matthew 18, and verse 34, Jesus says, And his Lord, moved with anger, handed him over to the torturers, until he should repay all that was owed him. My heavenly Father will also do the same to you, if each of you does not forgive his brother from your heart. Now, I don't know about you, but I find that verse a little terrifying. We see here the loving, merciful God who's willing to forgive uh, his debtor of 10,000 talents, seemingly turn into a wrathful, avenging judge who hands him over to the tortures because he is not willing to forgive his brother of a much smaller debt. So how important is forgiveness? This verse says that it's important enough that if we don't forgive our brother, It's worth spending eternity in torment. And as scary as that concept is, as scary as this verse is, there's another verse that I think is a little scarier. And that's Matthew 6, verse 12. In this context, Jesus is teaching his disciples how to pray. And he says in verse 12, And forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors. Now, these two verses uh, essentially say the same thing but they come from different perspectives. In verse 35 of Matthew 18, Jesus is saying, forgive others as you have been forgiven. But in Matthew 6, the perspective changes to our perspective, where we are asking God to forgive us as we have forgiven others. Let me ask you this. Do you want God to forgive you as you've forgiven others? How much has God forgiven us? In Psalm 103, verse 12, uh, it says that that God has removed our transgression as far as the east is from the west. So essentially, our transgression is gone. It's out of sight, out of mind. It will never return upon us again. Have we removed others' transgressions against us that far? Have we removed them as far as the east is from the west? I think what we like to do is we take others' transgressions and uh, we put it in our pocket. You know, we're go into class, we see that person, and we hide it and act like everything's fine, but then as soon as they're gone, we take it out, we dwell upon it some more. Or maybe we leave it in our dorm room. You know, you go to chapel in the morning, uh, what they've done against you is in your room, you don't think about it all day, but when you come in after curfew, you uh, bring it up, show it to your roommate, say, look what they've done to me. Or maybe we try to hide it a little bit more. Maybe we put it in a drawer in our room, and it kind of just sits there the rest of the semester. We almost forgive about it. But then you need something from that person, and you bring it out and say, hey, you owe me. 
That is not removing transgressions as far as the east is from the west. In Matthew 5, verse 23, it says, Therefore, if you are presenting your offering at the altar, and they remember that your brother has something against you, leave your offering there before the altar and go. First be reconciled to your brother, and then come and present your offering. So how important is forgiveness? Jesus says it's important enough to leave your offering to be reconciled to your brother. Now, that's under the old law. We don't have the same sacrificial system today. So how do we apply this to our own lives? In Matthew 26, 28, when Jesus is initiating the Lord's Supper, he says that the blood represents the forgiveness of sins. In about 48 hours, most of us will be partaking of the Lord's Supper. How are you going to partake of the Lord's Supper knowing that you have not forgiven your brother? How are you going to think of all that Jesus has done for you and still be unwilling to forgive your brother from your heart? I have a challenge for you. Before Sunday morning, if there is someone you have for not for, that you have not forgiven, make that right with them. And actually, let's bring this a little bit closer. Tonight's spring banquet, a celebration of the school year. How are you going to celebrate this school year if you still have a grudge against someone from last semester? I challenge you, make that right with them before you leave tonight. In Luke 23, verse 34, Jesus says one of the most powerful statements uh, in all of the Bible. As they're crucifying, he says, crucifying him, he says, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Now, this is powerful on a number of levels, uh, but not only, uh, not only is Jesus forgiving, of, forgiving them of the most atrocious act ever committed, He's forgiving them while they are committing that sin. What are the implications for us? I've heard an excuse, and it's one that I've used myself, that I don't have to forgive someone if they don't ask for forgiveness. And while I don't want to uh, minimize the importance of asking for forgiveness, the person who's asking for forgiveness, that's their problem. But God has given us the responsibility to forgive them regardless of that. I don't know about you, but I sure hope God has forgiven me of the sins I haven't asked forgiven for. I hope he has forgiven me of the sins that were so insignificant in my mind that I forgot about them completely. Hopefully, we all have long lives ahead of us, Lord willing. And one of the sad realities is that people are not done sinning against us. People are not done doing us wrong. People are not done hurting us. But there's an even sadder reality, and that is that we, that I am not done sinning against God. And what is amazing about all of that is that God knows full well each sin I will commit the rest of my life and yet he is still choosing to forgive me of that. Brothers and sisters, that is love. That is forgiveness. Let's show that forgiveness to each other. Let's pray. 
Oh Lord, my God, when I in awesome wonder consider your creation, I am dumbfounded. I am in awe of the things that you have given us, the beauty that we can see throughout our lives that you put in it. I am thankful. Lord, I look at your nature and I see that you are the ultimate example of forgiveness, the embodiment of love, and for that I am eternally grateful. My sins are many and you know all of them. And you can look at my heart and see its cracks and its stains. And as Caleb said, we have forgotten a lot of the sins that we have committed against you, but you know them all. Forgive us, Lord, when we can't forgive ourselves. Forgive us when we sin against you and show us your love. Show us your mercy, for without it we cannot stand. Give us the ability to be like you in that we can forgive people. Help us to forgive more people that wrong us. And as we go throughout our lives, help us to be patient. Give us the strength that is needed for us to be able to forgive those who wrong us as we have wronged you. Please be with us. Please bless your people, oh my God. In Jesus I pray, amen. Thank you for joining us for Daily Chapel from Florida College. Have a blessed day.